0: Our guest is going to be Eddie Benz. My guy. So tell us a little bit about yourself. So, uh, yeah, my name is Eddie Benz. That's my stage name. Um, i from the West Bank. Oh, I was in, in fucking high school and uh, I started recording because, like, I hate jobs. Yeah. Uh, when I worked as a busboy, so, like, that seemed pretty inhumane. So Where'd you work as a busboy? So it was, this place, it was this Italian place on the West Bank. and uh. <laughs> It was musty as fuck I was, I was busboy And like You know You just had to deal with Like p- piece of shit You know And uh Yeah they stopped They stopped hitting me up They stopped like Scheduling me for shifts I was, Really? Yeah I was, That was actually a good thing though Because I didn't have to quit And they just stopped You know I feel that I feel Yeah I wish all my jobs Would do that So what type of music Do you make? Uh I don't know man Sing A little bit Or I try to Uh Rap A little bit I feel like it's just a stream of consciousness, you know? Yeah. I go, literally, we're just talking about, like, I bring my snowball mic to the car uh, right in front of my house, and then just record. That's a stare. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, like, if you're looking at this, like, you don't you don't need a lot of money to do this shit. Just express yourself, you know, in whatever way. Like. So when I first started recording, uh, this shit's crazy, I would uh, I'd bring my laptop and mic, around the corner by this wendy's and i would record at night next to the dumpster <laughs> <laughs> so, like, why in the wendy's dumpster dude i don't know i don't know what i was thinking at the time i was like that just felt like the place yeah. really yeah it was, it was just like, just like, like the up. vibes were in check yeah like i, I was just attracted to it for, for whatever reason i don't know i feel, that. I feel <laughs> that that's crazy though yeah that was probably like four years ago i was probably like 18 or something and at night i would just you know record mix do my shit next to a dumpster (laughs) that's crazy crazy. yeah it's crazy when you think about it and like I don't know I haven't really moved far like I've been to studios before like nice studios and like I just prefer recording by myself I feel that because it's like everybody creates in different ways yeah exactly everybody has like different feelings they need Right, so it's, it's, like, it's cool you're, you're if you want someone else's influence it. on your music, like, I understand there's a bunch of songs that go crazy and it's like a bunch of dudes in the studio, mm. but like the shit that I make, it's, you know, I gotta be by myself. In high school, I I was always into music, like, just more than the average person, like, you know, I, I actively search for music, you know, there's a lot of people that like, just passively let music come to them, and it's like, that's cool, but I was always trying to find, like, something that suited me the best. And I feel like I dialed in on a style a little bit, and uh, I need to do this. Yeah. And at first, it was crazy, because before I did it, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, because I would listen to people for reference, you know, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm the best, you know what I mean? I can do this. You know, it, I feel like you have to have that sort of just divine intervention type thing. It's like, yeah, I was, this is what I'm supposed to do, you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. It's like... I say this in like all of these interviews. It's that gut feeling. Yeah, exactly. Literally that gut feeling that's telling you like I want to keep doing this and I right. don't want to stop. And it's I can only like, tell I guess, like a pe- select few people like about that because you know you can see like talk and everybody's Exactly. It's, no, it's like it just is. It's a like, yeah, this is what I should be doing. You know. Exactly. Who are your inspirations? Like
1: who did so, you see?
0: When I I think the first album I ever bought as a kid was a uh, a Boston album. It was the one with, like, the UFO on it. Mm-hmm. And that's just, like, straight classic rock. Like, the lead singer has a powerful-ass voice. Like, it, it was actually, like, decent, but it was pretty mainstream. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was crazy because I remember the second album I ever bought was Maroon No, not Maroon. I'm smoking dick. It was uh, Matchbox 20, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard of this? shit? Matchbox <laughs> 20. Dude, I, was, I think I was, like, five years old and I bought that album. That shit had bangers on it. <laughs> I don't even know what was the most formative, like, so I feel like over the years I've passively just listened to so much shit that I feel like that's formed my music subconsciously, you know? Mm-hmm. You all just have to passively consume like everything, you know, and just let it sink in. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's, that's what I do. It's like, just experience things firsthand and then like, after the fact, I'll like retroactively like make sense of this in like music form, you know what I mean? Exactly. exactly. You, like, you have to experience things actively. That actually reminds me of my album that I'm dropping, mm-hmm. so like, alright I'm, I'm gonna do a, an exclusive here, I'm about to I'm about to drop the, the album title, <laughs> not that anyone gives a fuck, but uh, so it's gonna be called, uh, Voyeur, which like, I don't know if you've ever used that word in any context, but it's sort of intriguing, it's like someone who watches someone yeah. without, them, without them knowing, you know what I mean, or there's like a second definition, and it's like someone who gets pleasure from like watching other people's pain, you know what I mean? And uh, I don't know what like I wanted the album to portray this like sort of third person kind of going through life like sort of in the third person you know like I'm always kind of watching myself you know what I mean yeah and like I I hope to portray that like in an album form format because I, I did the EP and that I was just figuring out my sound kind of in then. I think this is going to be, I'm actually, it's a cohesive message, you know what I mean? it's very cute. Like, yeah, and I feel like it's really relevant to people right now, you know, Mm -hmm. who suffer with, like, anxiety and shit or, you know, anxiety and whatever, depression. It's, like, cliche at this point, but people, you know, who feel like they're passively consuming or going through life, you know? Yeah. It's all, like, I feel like my music also almost gives off a tone of, like, disassociating you know <laughs> yeah. in a way cause and I, that's fine I, I want that to like bleed out into the music a little bit cause I want people to experience it you know it's weird cause we were talking about like when you consume music you're interpreting it in a different way that like the next person did and like obviously different than the person who created it exactly you know you're I don't know the way you perceive things is all tailor made to you that's mm-hmm. like the beauty of it that's why you can't get mad when people don't like your shit, you know? Yeah, like, for real. Because it's like, it's not for everybody. I didn't make this for everybody. Right. right. for real. It, it's for me. Like, <laughs> nah. it's for me. Realty. If you take to it, then it's great. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so what would you want people to take from this interview? What would be your closing statements? I would say, damn, just live in the moment. Don't think. Try to think, like, as little as possible. Um... And yet just do, just do things.